You're listening to Wired on the Wing with thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. You're definitely recording. Yeah. Oh, oh Willis! And oh, 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 you've been over it. I'm in a word. Wired on the Wing! Let's rip! Oh, that's rusty. <laughs> oh, Wemmy's back from holiday. Ooh, it wasn't much of a hot. Well, it was a little bit of a holiday, but it's back uh, from in a state. This week, we're talking fire pits. I'm back oh, on the bandwagon. There are plenty of fire pits around. Uh, Looking at a couple of tot results, some Ooh. great games on the weekend uh, just gone. I've got an apology to offer to the Wing family. Probably heaps of them. Yep. Hey, uh, preview of the upcoming rep series. And I'm going to get to the bottom of the uh, King Island fence controversy around the Ooh, ground. Interesting. Messages yeah. are just coming through yeah, from well. Fluff. Let's see what's Let's going on. Let's get it going. Ah, what's he sent in? Fire pit photos Fire coming pit in hot across the desk on a Monday night. They are flying through, absolutely flying. Mate, how good to be back. Not this weather. What is going on? Uh, what's the differential? So for those unaware, you've just spent 10 odd days in Queensland. Yeah, you said, back to you said um, Palm Cove or Port Douglas. It was Noosa. But anyway. Oh, I, just, yeah. I, I thought it was Noosa, but then something... Uh, anyway. Anyway. So, yeah, no, the temp- temperature differential of about 50 degrees. <laughs> Something like that. It was We were really the lucky. The kids freeze. They refused to get off the plane. <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> like, I refused. I'm like, take me back. Except the guy that um, spewed up a uh, row behind us, um, we were quick to get off the plane. It's the first time it's ever happened. Have been you ever been on a, a plane? I've been on planes where kids have done it. This, this guy, not it was flying in from the Sunshine Coast. Was he a bit under the weather? No, into Sydney. Just he, a bad he, flyer. He looked, he was horrible. Poor fella. He was like, it was so loud as well. And poor <laughs> Anthea hates this view. And it was just. <laughs> it was like it was I, coming from I, way down deep. Oh, it was bad. I feel for the guy, the girl. There was a girl sitting <laughs> trying next to comfort him. Oh, no, nothing just, to do she, with She him. was looking in the mirror with her hand, <laughs> looking out the window with her hands over her head as this guy just let rip into the um the bag. I thought he was going to need a refill. I expected him to hit the button, and go another there bag. There you go, mate. There you go. Another bag. I'll please. take that one. Another one. Yeah, poor guy. It was the first time it ever happened. But uh, so yeah, it was freezing. Uh, we're driving. We're tro- driving down from Brisbane, and the radio announcer goes, "Oh, it's a, it's a bit chilly. Twenty-one degrees this morning. Winter's hit us." I'm <laughs> like, "Oh, in, piss off!" You're mate. in singlets <laughs> yeah. and shorts and no shoes. No, no, no singlet. I was driving shirtless. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So I had a good. Had a good week away. It was nice. It was. Uh, it's the wrong time of year to go. I mean, we were restricted because this run was on now. But wrong time of year. You, if you're going to go to Queensland, you want to go from Tasmania. Yeah, you want to go July, August, where it's wet, but you can see light at the end of the tunnel. I've come back to the coldest time of the year with a full winter ahead. Yeah, just not timed well. But it's not anyway. That great. So you, now you ran the marathon. I ran the marathon. Talk it's, us through that. That's one thing that I doubt I'll ever do. I'd yeah. like to think that I could achieve it. But so give us a, if you've already given me the long version off yep. air. Can you yep. give us the short version? Yeah, uh, completed it. 
which was great. That was the first target. Um, second goal was under four hours, which I did. Three hours, 50, I think it was 56. Strava said 3.52, but I made one pit stop and I forgot. I, I paused it while I was in the loop. <laughs> so it was three three hours, 56. So I'm pumped with that. Um, ticked it off the bucket list. So I'm very... Fade in the last couple no, of No, no, no. Stormed home. I, was, I took oh, it out. I see. Yeah, I, I, negative splits is what it's called. I went out uh, two at, just over two hours for the first half marathon. And then flew lost me already. Flew home and uh, overtook about eight and eight in my age group and yeah, finished uh, just under four hours. So uh, I was pretty pumped. And you saw a few others up there? Saw a few. T-Bird, uh, Smithy was up there. Uh, mate, uh, Alex Gunn, uh, Gunny was yeah. there. He uh, didn't fare too well. I'm yeah. trying to... You Wait and see how he make it to the finish Unfortunately, line. That's 39 point. Did you have to pay to enter? Yep. So yeah. it costs you to run. Yep. And then you don't finish. You don't even get I don't know if he gets the medal or not. I'm but not you got a sure. participation medal? No, it's a finisher medal. Oh, so, it's yeah. the same sort of thing. Uh, good st- I got a couple of good stories from it though. One I won't bore you with. Um basically <laughs> I was chatting chatting away to this um this woman who's you know, I, I was you like, didn't oh, know at the time. Didn't, didn't know having a chat to her, you know. Have you done marathon? She was doing the half. Have you done a marathon? She's like, yeah. I said, oh, what time? Two hours 30. I'm like, oh, shit. A you- marathon? Yeah. I'm like, oh, you can run. She goes, oh, I've done a few. Anyway, I then get back down there that night and she's the guest speaker. It's Lisa Waitman, four times Olympic uh, marathon runner. Um, so made a bit of a goose there, not knowing who she was oh, in well, these circles. Maybe it's refreshing. For- yeah, I reckon, well, she didn't. Yeah, she was lovely. Gave me a lot of advice. So it was great to um, to chat to her. But I'm I'm lo- I'm lining up to register, and there's a guy that just walks up and he's like, um, "Excuse me, is it too late to register?" And uh, the lady's like, "No, no, no, you can you can register now." He's like, "What for?" And he said, "Ah, oh, well." I've been over at the pub on the on the gas with the boys, and they don't reckon I can run the half marathon. So I, can I register for that? And I looked at him and I said, "The half." What was he don't, wearing? Just he was just was he shorts. Have sneakers. Sorry, do you have runners on? No, nothing. He just shorts. It was noon. This, <laughs> no, this is the night before. Oh. and I said, "Mate, if you're going to do it, don't do the half. Do the full." He looked and he said, "Should I?" And I said, "Mate, you." What are you worried about? He said, well, I've, I've done one before. I've done a few before. Oh, I've got a bit of a rubbery arm. I said, mate, let's do it. I said, look, worst case scenario, you start 15 minutes earlier. If you if you run the half you and you don't feel well, you've still done your job. But if you imagine going back to the boys and saying, oh, I didn't do the half. I did a full suck on that. So uh, anyway, he did it. You got his name and yeah, yeah, looked sorry. at the results. It, he kicked my ass. Really? He, he ran it in about three hours 30. He was absolutely flying on the on the uh, on the course. So good on him. I can't remember. I think it was Warwick. But um, anyway, he uh, he ripped nice through. But it. I thought, how good was that? Just be nice just to have off that the level cuff. of fitness to fall back on. Just off the cuff, <laughs> just straight in. So anyway, it's done. Um, I might do another. Actually, I quite enjoyed it. I won't be join me. You. No, I, I would yeah. consider a half, but not a yeah. full. Yeah, no, it was good. Anyway, let me build up. Yeah, uh, how have you been, mate? Yeah. No. Well, before we go any further, yep. I do have an apology to make. So last week we didn't have an episode yes. due to your absence. <laughs> well, and well, we did. No, we no, did, we we did. We knew have, we weren't going to yeah, have an episode, so, in, so we planned. Somehow we worked, looked at the stars, and uh, we came up with a plan to have something for last week. Uh, Great but, interview we had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, regrettably. I didn't hit the record button for the forty-five minute interview. <laughs> well, I did hit it. Just we did the we did the ringing, 
We did the two minutes of idle chit chat with the guests, which you had, which you recorded, which I recorded. Maybe we, we could should throw just, it. should have just played that. Hello, Mr. Gower. G'day, Andy. G'day, Worm. How are you? Good, mate. But I'm sure you'll be right, mate. We it's probably more likely us that are going to need the editing than you. <laughs> oh, no good. So you can talk to us for hours. Yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then. As we started the interview proper, I hit the record button and that subsequently <laughs> stopped it. And you saw me look up <laughs> about did. a minute into yeah. it going, I can't oh, quite work re- this out, but why I did, think it's right. Why didn't we stop then and just check? Oh, because I thought it was working, which yeah. I can see now it is. Is it? Are yeah, we it recording this? Yeah. Okay. And then I get to the end of it and go to hit stop record. That was good. Gee, Steve, what? Did you unleash then? <coughs> Fuck. Didn't record? Bullshit. Shut up. Let's just start a recording now. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> so that's when I was looking. Uh oh. And it starts I just recording. Saw, I saw your face because you've joked to me before. You know, oh, I didn't record. Yeah, good one, Wilders. <laughs> so and it's a fir- rookie error. Yep. First one that we've done. That, ca- that card's in, the memory card's in there. Yes, it is. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, so apology to the Wing family for not having an episode last week. Can we, we can say we had... Andy, Andy Gower. Andy Ga- yeah. Well, we did we did allude to that yeah. in a few episodes before. Yeah, good, uh, ch- good chat about umpiring. And the best thing about it is he's more than happy to <laughs> come on again. Excellent. We've done the practice run. Yep. We've forgotten all the gags <laughs> that we pulled on him. <laughs> Bad jokes. Uh, but we have got some more material on him. So, bad luck, Andy. We will get you on at another point. Talk umpiring. Excellent. Um, with the one thing we did learn out of the interview that didn't go to the air was... Umpires can earn serious oh, some good, cash. good cash. I'm actually thinking. That's, um, um, yeah, we're going to phrase the interview a lot more around <laughs> yeah, that. I yeah, reckon. absolutely. Hey, um, just a quick other thing about um, Queensland ran into. Uh, oh, 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 hold on. Uh, <laughs> ran into a wing favourite. I um, so I was down at the pool. Anth was down the pool with the kids, and you I was sunbaking. I was walking down to sunbake, get yeah. the get the rig out. Anyway, um. Pre- I, Pre-race, post-race? This is post. I said to Anth, um, I said, oh, you know, how the kids been? Because they're at the age where they can just run around and cause a muck. And she said, yeah, all good. Although um, our eldest Jack has almost bowled over um, that dad down there with his two kids. And he's he's got three kids, but he almost bowled over the two kids. And I looked over. I'm like, that that, that, that ripped guy down there. She said, yeah. And I said... What happened? He threw himself down the water slide and like a 10-pin bowling ball almost knocked over these two three-year-olds. Anyway, I look over and who to see it? who it is, who is it? Levi Casbah. Big Levi. So I, had to, I walked over to him and um, had, a, had a chat. How did, the, how did you introduce himself? Because this would be a slightly <laughs> awkward thing. Go, Levi. Uh, or... No, uh, it's well, not Levi Casbold, is it? Yeah, that's exactly. I said, "Oh, Levi." He goes, "Yeah." I said, "Oh, yeah. mate, worm, <laughs> way out in the wing." That's exactly what I said. I said, "Oh, it's did worm." He, did From he give you a wing? Did you give me a glassy look to he, begin with? He did. He said, uh, "I said, oh, that we interviewed you last last year on the Tassie Footy Pot." Oh, yeah. He said, "Mate, how are you?" Then absolute ripping bloke, just as nice in real life as he was on the podcast. So you. Very cruisy. And you got a photo for us? No, I, I didn't get a photo because we were poolside and he is an absolute monster of a bloke and wouldn't have um, painted me in a good picture being next to him. So, no, nah, he he's a big boy. But uh, anyway, um, he was having the week off. It says injured, but he's not injured. He just said he's having a 
Ooh, scoop. Spell, a little scoop. Uh, but he was, yeah, lovely fella. Just wanted to make a comment in regards to the new format. He said he's loving it. Um, so really liking the yeah, yeah really liking the new Derek seamless dive, seamless format. So yeah, no, anyway, he's a good good guy. So um, yeah, that's it. Um, I've got yeah. a little surprise for you. Yeah, just got to pull it out of the wallet. Ooh, courtesy of NTFA. Ooh, there it is, right at the back. Damien Jones. Yeah, Jonesy. There you go. There's a nice little. VIP pass for the end twenty twenty one season. Yes, twenty twenty two. Yeah, no, that is the right one. I've got the twenty twenty two one. Uh, good on you. So, Jonesy, thank thanks, you, mate. mate. That's that's awesome. That's um very nice of him. Because Not that you generally pay to get into venues, but <laughs> well, normally I'll, rock up what like, right out, on a blow of I'll, half time. I'll sit outside and yeah, half time. Good on you, Damien. Thank you. So that was actually he pulled that out of his wallet. When was and this? Gave that at oh, the up at Rochelle a couple of weeks ago. Um. And I wasn't actually. Do you know what? I actually wasn't going to give it to you because I've actually had one since the start of the season. Yeah, I know. Is that because we've been pumping up the NTFA? Because I don't I've know. got a big, big scoop know. about the NT. No, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Damien did yeah. allude to the fact that you blokes are doing some good work. Wink, wink. Excellent. <laughs> so pulled that one out of his wallet. I, um, said, "Have this one. I've got one back at the office that I can grab." When I was president of one of the NTFA clubs and dealing with Damien, he um, he was actually. Pretty good to deal with, so I don't, I don't mind Jonesy. He was a bit forward thinking, and uh, yeah, it's uh, they're doing they're doing well the NTFA this year. It's um, yeah, it's humming, it's humming. Oh, geez, we're pumping up their tires, we are. aren't we? Yeah, we we're gonna smash them. So, so yes. Anyway, um, um, the weekend. Yeah. So what happened? Fire pits. Well, it was full of fire pits. It and was then fire pit weather. It was, and we did see there were. A it would have been. It would have been good fire pit weather on Sunday. Junior footy, but there was what happened. Oh, I don't know if it would have been good fire pit weather. Maybe. We'll, How we'll, do you we'll go? Get can to can that. you set a fire? As in, can I make a fire? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you're an outdoorsman. Yeah, well, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> so Sunday up here was not the How much? How, much fire how pit. many jiffies can I? Oh, I think Sunday would have been about five hundred dollars in petrol. I reckon yeah. to keep it going. Uh, yeah, no fire pits on Saturday. Yeah. Watching footy at past players' day at uh, down at the NTCA ground for Old Scotch. Very well supported event. But I was uh, I was at the kids' soccer in the morning. Sun was out, not a breeze. Uh, rolled up into the ground. All of a sudden, shade came over or clouds came over. Wind got up, and I was of course stuck in shorts. So where did I stand for all the day? Right, right next to the fire pits. Um, were you there last year? When we were near the fire, and, and I burnt one. the shins of the shins yeah, of my you, front. You did too. They were burnt from standing well, it near did, the fire. It helped that that. Um, did you have the same problem? No, I didn't because no. I was a little bit further away. Uh, but while I was there, I had a brilliant discussion with with a, with a couple of ex Avoca Football Club um, oh, okay. players. Yep, four hundred gamer. Wow, John Fred Freeman, Johnny. Big Fred, yeah, uh, and Peter Davidson, hundred and I think he said one hundred and ten games at Avoca, yeah, yep. uh, and a few at Scotch. He played. Too. Peter played in the yeah, he did too. Played in the last year, the nineteen eighty nine season uh, at Avoca, and I got to, I got talking to them about why Avoca had finished that year. They were well pumped up. Um, uh, they had cash. They had a good board and stuff. But do you know what they um, didn't have? Jun- juniors coming through. Ah, well, there you go. So, 
but a very interesting discussion. So, do you think it's the way of the future? With the do you do you think maybe it's a Derek deep dive? But do you think there's still uh, is a place for you know let's call it a seniors reserves clubs around? I reckon it's just that kids are getting soft these days. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, uh, but also, I'm not sure whether you've seen them coming out in the socials, but there's a a couple. There's some been some unearthing of uh, some footy trip photos of <laughs> of a past life of ours coming up on a few of the socials. Have you been flicking through those? Only from the WhatsApp group, the oh, messages that you've sent. Wow. I there heard are. there's a good video, and I'm trying to get a one. Um, oh, my thoughts, my thoughts are with uh, Tom Pedley at this time, going through a bit of recovery. And he said to me, you, "Have you checked out the the past players?" The pest found an old hard drive with all these old photos. <laughs> awesome! Jeez, it's amazing when you see a photo and the memories come flooding back. So mm. we won't we won't get them. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Oh, great decision, that one. Now, listen, at Way Out in the Wing, we want to build a community, a community of local footy devotees. But we can't do that alone. At the moment, you, the listener, are simply an audience. But the cool thing about what we want to do at Way Out in the Wing is to be that thriving community, a footy voice piece that brings all of you like-minded and hugely passionate individuals together. And that's pretty powerful in a largely regional volunteer space that is local Tassie footy. So we want to bring you together. Let us know what's happening at your club, in your league or region, so that we can let Australia know about it. Send us a picture of your teammates' rude training attire. The shot of goal that they mucked up on the weekend. Let us know what your canteen excels at. Hashtag canteen watch. Or what events, fundraisers or reunions you've got on. Hit us up on the socials, at Way Out Wing, on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, or flick us an email, wayoutinthewing at gmail.com, so we can let everyone know just what's happening at grassroots level. Radio, you've had a um, casting view from distance, Tasmanian football. What's flagged on your radar, Wormer? Oh, mate, it's been a fair bit um, this week. Uh, firstly, congratulations to Tassie's latest... Oh, I'm not recording. <laughs> <Shut up. Hey. laughs> Tassie's latest AFL recruit, Jai Menzies. Yes. Or Menzi, I should say, from North Hobart. So got picked up by... Essendon at pick 18 in the NAB AFL mid-season rookie draft. So, uh, Another one the- in the, through South Australia and into the mid-season draft yeah, from Tassie. Yep. So um, Jackson last year. Mm, so I'm, I'm sure he'll be given a chance given how badly the, the Dons are going. Would you prefer to be drafted what would you, to Essendon or North Melbourne at this current point in time? You'd, you'd prefer to go to Frio given the way they're going. Even well, though hang you're on, on the other. You'll ask me Essendon or North Essendon Melbourne. or North Melbourne. Uh, Personally, I prefer to go to Essendon. Well, you'd have to, just because they've got a, a bigger club, mm. but both are struggling, so it's not good. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was definitely on my radar. So, well done to, to Jai. That's a great effort. I was disappointed Matty Hansen did got looked over again. Do you reckon that's it? Oh, I mean, I hope he keeps on What's putting his name up this there year to, to, I don't know, win, win the Coleman, win the BNF, 
win the grand final, best on ground medal, and the team win the flag, and you'll probably still miss out the poor fella. So I just can't believe he just racks up so many. Like he doesn't butcher the ball. He's got good uh, skills. That was his one knock at junior level was that his kicking wasn't the greatest. <sighs> but look at but he's look at John incredibly- look at John Newcomb. Yeah, like I know Matt's worked incredibly hard on his kicking because that was the one downfall. Yeah. Um, and I certainly don't think it's letting him down at VFL level. No. Anyway, but, disappointing. But um, it yeah, was well, interesting. Well done to with regards to the mid-season draft, and I'm not sure when was it last week. Uh, yep. None of those players played, did no. they? But there was uh, a suggestion that you could come into a club on a Thursday morning and be playing potentially in a in say a North Melbourne or an Essendon side on a Friday night or a Saturday. Having been at the club, like not even knowing your teammates. Well, the number one pick was the guy that went to West Coast, and they, I thought they were gonna, they flew him directly to, to Adelaide rather than to Perth. Perth because he was a chance of playing. Jeez, that'd be a weird dynamic. Imagine that. I suppose it's g'day, uh, g'day, well, fellas. Happened let's to, go. Um, uh, it happened West Coast during the year with the top up players earlier in the year. Yeah, they were interested. Hey, fellas, yeah. I'm. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm Wilders. <laughs> Just kick it to me. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so that's good. A hey, um, couple of other things. Uh, well, actually, I've got a fair bit. But Sunday, and I, I couldn't find the results, but we saw five of the state's top 17-year-old uh, footballers take part in the inaugural NAB AFLW Futures Program at uh, GMHBA Stadium. So we saw Brooke Barwick and Georgia Clark from Glenorchy. Maddie Lamb and Bella Parker from North Hobart, and the only Northern representative, Tanishka Kikoa. Kikoa, I'm go, uh, is that pronunciation? Well, uh, from yeah, from uh, Old Scotch. The only rep uh, she was from not North Launceston. Well, North Launceston don't have a women's team, so no, not North North Launceston. Yeah, a little bit weird. She was claimed as yeah, North Launceston. I did, I did see that. But anyway, um, so yeah, well done to those girls. I'm not sure how they went. Uh, but there was also another six Tassie girls playing in the under-16 Woomeras versus the Medleys Clash. So have you seen this? This is the Indigenous girls versus the multicultural. Yes. Yeah, great, great initiative. Tassie girls in that. Yeah, there were six. So um, great concept. Love it. Players coming across the country. Uh, yeah, so that was really good. So well done to those girls. Um, we had Amali Johnson from Penguin, Madison Devine from Claremont, slash New Norfolk, Ruby Hall from Scottsdale up here. So that's great. They were all playing for the Woomeras. And then we saw Maggie Chen at East, uh, Kiala, Kiala Hayes from Sandy Bay and Emma Castles from Evandale represent the medley. So well done to girls. Well done I, couldn't, girls. I couldn't find the results, um, but well done to them. Um, there's a bit more information coming out about the UTAS uh, York Park development. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, as far as money. Um, seven point four million dollar contract to read a seven. Just these numbers sound a bit weird, but bear with me. Seven point four million dollar contract to redevelop Utahs, uh, awarded to uh, Populous, um, a Melbourne office of the global for- firm, which specialises in stadium developments. They've been engaged by the Tassie government to lead the consultant for the project uh, design. Right. So, so is that that's seven. So seven million for a for. Um, what does it say? Is that for uh, project design, yeah. That's a, lot. That That's is a lot. lot of money. The state government has committed sixty-five million to the project, right? Um, not, I hope not for more drawings. 
Wellington. <laughs> You'd hope not. Some good design. I've got some pen and paper and the kids <laughs> had some money there to be made. Umpiring might not be the one. Uh so the expected cost of two hundred million. So that's sixty-five million will cover the construction of a second tier on the eastern and northern terrace grandstands, linking as one through the railway workers' hill with retractable seating in the lower tier, adding twelve and a half thousand seats. Okay. So that's stage one. Yep. Uh, also, part of stage one is building a new southern stand, adding uh, almost four thousand seats uh, at a cost of forty-four million. Um, building a new adjoining sport and entertainment facility capable of seating 5,000. So that's presumably an indoor the basketball stadium, which we've spoken yes, about. Yes, 5,000 seats. Yep. Um, but as with everything, the project will require federal government to match the state government commitment to progress does. further. Um, Chris Robottom from ABC. Yes. He had a tweet regarding this. Interesting tidbit out of the Labor Stadium uh, documents. The TAS government inquired about building a retractable roof over York Park. But was told it would cost very roughly. How much do you reckon they Uh, were told that it would cost? Well, I I reckon it would be cheaper building it into a new stadium than an existing. So, I reckon that adds up to... So, so I'm going to... Well, if, if we look at building... The new stadium was going to Don't be... Don't get analytical. Just try yeah, and figure 700 out. 700 million. I'm going to say $200 million. You're not far off. 275. Yeah. 275 okay. million to build a roof over York Park. Yep. Well, it's cheaper than it's cheaper than 700 to build a new stadium. Well, quite rightly, too, at that price, it's probably a little too expensive. I love the concept, but... I get a, I've got a... Um, on my phone, I've got a little like a work discount thing. I could search up the company to see if we get a five percent discount. Uh, the government didn't smart spending. The, the government com. hasn't appeared to have uh, progressed those talks any further after right. getting that two seven five figure. Yeah, yeah. But ho- so hold on, they won't consider two seventy five on a stadium already built in the middle of the state that would get support from everywhere. But they're willing to spend seven hundred in Hobart, which the northwest just won't travel for. Um, where do you majority. reckon? The, where do you reckon the Tassies? Campbelltown. We've already discussed it. No. Where do you reckon the Tassies? Tassie bids at with all this. Um, I heard news a piece yesterday and... saying that they reckon it's cooled. Yeah, I reckon that three weeks ago it was up and about, and not a chance of failing. Not a chance of failing. Yeah. Whereas three weeks in the past three weeks, things have evidently cooled for some reason. Tom Brown. Did you no, see? Did no, you see? No, did you see? Let's his... not give that germ oh, airtime. No, but did you see? Oh, my sources. It's like, mate, your dad's the president uh, of North Melbourne. <laughs> just, it's, he's he, ridiculous. He, he is. He's a Jew. Um, uh, in relation to Taz, well, actually, no, just well, what? Won't go there. Um, yeah. Anyway, oh well, it'd be interesting to see if the drawings get approval. Well, seven point four million. So how hope, much? How, I hope we get a bit more than an A four bit of paper with some scribbles <laughs> yeah, on yeah. it. YouTube video. Maybe we could fly through. Wing counter offer. Ooh. We'll do it for five. Drawings. Drawings. You're not bad at that stuff. I've, I've got nothing to add. I've got no skill in that area, but I mean, I'm happy to take half the, half the value. You I can, can, I can sell it. Absolutely. I can sell it. So, yeah. In fact, actually, how if much you've how- got, if, if the wing fam, let's engage the wing, wing family. If you've got a concept or a drawing. Brilliant. For how you want Utah's, I had a, actually on that I had a question about if these developments on the northern and eastern stand were going to occur, would there be food or canteen or bar facilities built in out the back of the stand 
rather than down on the concourse or... Is this from Canteen Watch? Uh, no, it wasn't. I forget who it was. <laughs> yeah. But if you've got a concept for what needs to be included in the redevelopment yeah. of and if Utah it's, Stadium... If it's, if it's left wing... Jumpy castles... Yeah, send it through. Babysitting um, club... T- uh, tunnels, yeah, uh, virtual reality golfing, Velcro range. rooms, yeah, Velcro rooms. Yeah, that's <laughs> a concept I've been going for twenty years. Good I'll, ideas I'll some, off some other rooms. Teflon room. Do you, do you mean, <laughs> so, do you mean Velcro? No, you've got the suits. Yeah, you so, you, <laughs> so you build a room out of Teflon, and you actually wear a Teflon suit and you shot into it. <laughs> and likewise with the Velcro room. That's awesome. Do that on a buck's day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so flick us an email, wayoutinthewing at gmail.com yeah, just or quickly. at wayoutwing on the socials for what, any of your concepts. So the concepts, six, seven million dollars. The Tassie government's committed 60 million. And what are they after for the federal government? What, what? Uh, to match it. To match it. So okay. I think it's 220 million. It was a bit more uh, than matching, but. Yeah. yeah. Estimated cost of 200 million. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. So I reckon for two hundred million, I reckon we could get a few wing ideas oh, planted in yeah. there. Underground. What are we putting underground? Tunnels. To where? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll we'll work it out. Hey, uh, shout! I'm interested to seeing those designs. I like that stuff. Um, shout out! Through. I want to give a shout out to Jay Schultz uh, for all the work he's doing with the coaches this year. Uh, <laughs> the face you've you've looked at. Um. I'm like, yeah, I was a little bit biased against Jay, given he kicked a few cheeky ones to knock old Scotch out of the finals last year. I wasn't a fan, but I'm happy to give someone a pump up for the work they're doing, um, assisting all the coaches around the state. Quality of speakers that he's getting have been pretty good. So Maddie Nix, uh, it's got Scott Roth coming up, organised or had Alistair Clarkson running a session down at Brighton. So anyway, give him a pump up. He's doing some good work. His home ground is, at the moment, is... No idea. Oh, what, what was last year? Invermay? Invermay Park? Yeah. Yeah, where he played at OLs last he, year. Has he played a game this Did year? Do you hear they've changed, they've redeveloped Invermay Park? Well, they haven't fixed the draining. No, they have. Lake, oh. Lake Invermay. Ah, Lake Invermay. On the yes. weekend. Have you seen photos of it? Yes, I have. Yeah. Uh, all junior games cancelled on Sunday yesterday due to flooding at one ground. Hold on. We're, we're going to get to this. Are we? I'm yeah. ready to launch into it now. No, not yet. I've oh. still got a little bit more uh, wing radar before. Oh, just gonna, bring that up. We're going to get into Derek's. That's going to fall into Derek's deep dive. Oh, so just geez. just hold on. Just hold on. Uh, the Sarah, only game that did occur, though, was an under-16 trials game uh, for uh, NTF. NTJ? No, Northern versus, I think it was Northern versus Southern uh, Devils um, rep game. Couldn't work out why the lights were on at was Aurora that a, on Sunday afternoon. Oh, at Aurora. Yeah. Sunday, Saturday. Heating up the ground. Oh, forget which. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you're up to date with all things Tassie football by following Way Out in the Wing on your social media platforms. At Way Out Wing on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. And use the hashtag Way Out Wing to ensure you're part of the wing community and we can share all your Tassie footy experiences. Uh, congratulations, Sarah Skinner. Recruited by the Swans, the yeah. AFLW team for their inaugural season. So well done. Sarah, another Tassie football. Look what happens. Tassie footy thriving in the women's and they're getting drafted to the AFL. It's, apparently it's cooling uh, at AFL level. Yeah. Just rob us blind, they will. Yep. Uh, now, we've got some uh, rep games coming up. 
the Women's All-Star Series is coming up on the Saturday the 11th of June, NTFAW versus SFLW at UTAS. 140. Then the NTFAW playing the NWFL. W NWFLW. There's a lot of confusion on, on the Monday. So that's the listeners. long that's the long weekend. And then the Northwest play South at East Devonport. So you can catch those games if you can't get there on the AFL Taz YouTube channel. They'll all be live streamed. We'll be tuning in. Absolutely. Um, moving into a little bit of football. Uh, yes. Okay, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, if you want. Oh, well, you don't have to. No, no, no. Keep going. Just, Keep moving. Can you tell we've had a week off? <laughs> yeah, we're running, <laughs> running really good. Oh, good photos, Fluff. Uh, Clarence. Uh, yes. Kicked away from North. Absolutely. My boys against your boys. To tighten their grip uh, on fourth spot. They've um, significantly... That, um, fourth... Fourth through to second will start to tighten up between Kingborough, North Lonnie and Clarence, I reckon. I think Launceston are well and truly flexing their muscle yeah, yep. at the top there. But it's yep. good for the competition to see uh, the, uh, like a Kingborough and a Clarence um, being competitive at those side of things. Yep, absolutely. Uh, SFL, Lindisfarne still undefeated. Uh, with a 139 point demolition of New Norfolk, yeah, they're going to be the they're going to be the team with to beat. 13 goals to Josh Green <sighs> takes his tally to 49 after seven games. Yeah, that's not too bad. I got someone that's kicked more, but anyway, I, that's not a competition. Oh, it is now. All right. Yep. Hit me with it. Um, in the old scholars, Alex Blair for St Virgil's, 51. Great. How many games? Uh, Didn't get that far, did you? Yeah, Don't do research. No, 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 no. I did. Click, click, I did. Click, click, click. Hold on. Uh, yeah, no, I did. It's just... Uh, where's old scholars? Uh, they've played... How many did, How many of um, SFL played? Seven. Yeah. So, oh, no, uh, no, no. Josh has played seven. They've played eight in the old boys. Well, working on the basis of that... He's still behind by one. <laughs> Uh, that's a good effort though. He, he wasted in the SFL. Get him to the state league. That's anyway. Anyway, what else you got? More results. Uh, what about in the ODFA? ODFA, big mm, tot, big toddy. Campbelltown versus Bothell. Yep. And uh, well, the Rabbitohs at the Hutch. Or the Rabbits. The, yeah, that's right. The Rabbits at the Hutch. Fluffy's calling it the Hutch. The Hutch. Yeah. Don't mind. No, it does have another name, but I forget it. He fluff said. He said <coughs> I said. So, what did you do up? What did you head up there for? He said. Oh well, I've got, I got a few mates that I play cricket with that we just go to different grounds, and I got a mate who um, lives in town and doesn't get to drive, doesn't drink, so he just drives us wherever we go. So they did a pub crawl up to Bothwell, watch watch the game, and then just drive back in the pubs had on the way back. We had mentioned going to that game. Yes, well, I, I couldn't make it. I know, well, I wasn't going to go without you. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Uh, are we still going to go to Queenstown, though? That's... I think we should. Second of July. Yep, because Fluff's keen. Uh, well... He wants to meet you. <laughs> there are commitments outside of the podcast which deem it very yeah, hard. Saturday. We'll, one game of soccer we'll have to miss, but... They might, they might need well, us on the sidelines. Um, saw the fire pit out at Bothwell. 
Did you? Yeah. Well, that's must. That's only just come through, that hasn't it? Just so we better put that on through. the socials. The ladies at the kiosk as well, but we won't put them through. Uh, NTFA mm. Premier Division. Mm. Log jam up the top. How good are Georgetown uh, going? Rochelle, Bracknell, and woohoo! Georgetown, top of the ladder. Unbelievable. Uh, only off percentage, sitting in third place. Uh, rolling out the big names during the week. Did you Did see any see of that? No, With I've... the very, very camera shy. Sean Miller <laughs> for their 20-year premiership reunion of the 2002 flag that got the ball rolling on how many consecutive premierships? Eight. Mm. Eight big ones. How many players played in all eight? Uh, I think there was three. Yeah, I think it was three too. Yeah. So, that's, uh, a, that's a good effort, isn't it's, it? Um, that's, that's awesome. That's good. Uh, Rocha got over Bracknell. Uh, sorry, Rocha got over Hillwood now, on the weekend. They and did. I've, yes, there was a bit of controversy during there that was. game. There was. A little bit of an mm, incident. Yep. Now, I've dug deep. Yep. And I've spoken Derek, to... Derek uh, Deep? No, or? just Wilders Deep. Okay. Wilders and Worm Deep, so not just that, not that deep. scraped across the surface. Yeah. Touch base with both camps. Yep. Uh, and a member of the crowd uh, was apparently baiting a certain m- member of uh, Roach Lee. Uh, a player uh, Umpires apparently went over And spoke to this member of the crowd uh, And he continued to do so Or they continued to do so I should say Yep And the player ended up taking it into their own hands Which we don't know what the outcome Will that be just, And stuff But the Hillwood sit there and enjoy the Hillwood the camp don't suggested that maybe He wasn't the most um, What's the word I'm looking for Generous of compliments, right? Sort of spectator. So, yeah, nothing. Um, no, no vilification, but just not that I'm aware of. Yeah, just not needed. The player in question is probably the last person in Northern Tasmania that I would want to bait. Yeah, okay. To. Yeah, and I, I was so. in Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> no, the other uh, way I'm around. Not, not, built not you bait someone. Yeah. Yeah. I copped a ripper once. It was the only time. It's just so surprising. <laughs> really surprising. Um, hey, Rosebury Turak. Yes. Got a win. Second win of the season, defeating Turner's Beach, who are on top of them, on above them on the ladder. ladder. So that's uh, that's good. I love Coach Sammy uh, Moore. Uh, threw himself carrot. Best, threw himself best on ground. Really? Yeah, I love it. I Must love it. Dominated. I love it when a coach puts himself names himself you as the, the assistant, best. You reckon the assistant did the the, the oh, best? I'm hoping Sam did it. I reckon it's great. So anyway, uh, that was good. Um, fourth, fourth, fourth. Won the uh, won the tot against Wesley Vale quite convincingly. So they're going to be hard to beat this. That was that fourth. Year. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, good game in the old boys. Dosa made it eight from eight, defeating OAJ, but very, very close. close game at the shipyard. Two points. Um, Tommy Clark from the Roosters was just everywhere. And uh, Brody Langford for the ships uh, finished with seven to almost get them over the line. So, yeah, it was a, um, that was a good result by OHA, but Dosa just winning as they have to, just... You know, yeah. just, just scraping by. Have you got a King Island report there? Uh, Did I you get through Yarn's report? I do. I do have the, re- the report in front of us. Um, are we? Are we going to? Are we going to read it all? I probably don't. Just kind of capacity a... at the um, moment, but it was. Well, a... so I mentioned off the top. Uh, I spoke to good listener of the show, Richard Sutton. Yes, from King Island. Yep. 
He's played three games this year in the KIFA. That's isn't it? King Island Football Association. Yep, yeah, that's right. Uh, and I questioned him. I said, mate, what's the controversy with the fence? Like, beautiful looking fence, blah, blah. Do you know what it is? What's that? Around the ground, the fence on, on the lower part, picket fence, you can drive up to it, see the game beautifully. Yeah? Get around the other side, there's a bit of a rise, the fence goes up. You can't sit in your car and view the game. Oh, right. Which that's the controversy. Okay. So a few locals, particularly given the weather that King Island's going to cop, some of the fronts and stuff. Yep, want to stay in the car. You don't want to get out of the car. Keep the heaters on, the the, uh, electric fire pits, (laughs) and just stay in the car, but can't see it. Ah, well, there you go. Suts, thanks for that information, mate. Yeah. Well, um, score. Uh, score was uh, Grassy won quite convincingly against uh, Curry. Um, the was well, like sixty odd. I think they had sixty seventy points in the okay. end. But they're really short. They're short on numbers at the moment over in King Island. So if you're thinking is of a, is this a win call out? No, no, no. If you're thinking of heading Have we over, found out about go, those um, King Island vouchers yet? No, the still haven't. Fourteen hundred that we applied for. Yeah, still haven't. Still haven't got them through. Um, but obviously COVID injuries, everything's affecting them. They do have a buy in the comp this week and um, there's a rep game. It's, it's full of rep games. They're playing the right island flatheads. Yes. Yeah, the flatheads. Uh, so it's a master side from Tassie. So I don't know where the flatheads are from. but if you're from the flatheads or associated with yeah, flatheads, let us, let us know. They went over there a couple of years ago. Um, King Island won by a decent margin last time. So I reckon the Flatheads are out for like revenge. The, sound a bit like the Cressy Polecats. Yeah, I reckon they're out <laughs> for some revenge, the Flatheads, this week. Um, now, uh, just going back to a couple of other things that caught my eye. We spoke about rep footy earlier. Um, I saw potential for some community rep footy on the cards with the NWFA and the DFA opening up conversations to bring back a match between the two associations. So NWFA President Paul Johnson earmarked a date in 2023, has spoken to Barry Dunham, the DFA president, about the prospect of reviving the concept that fizzled out in 2016. So the two competitions are um, yeah catching up, speaking soon about potentially playing a Friday night game on the June long weekend next these year. Just, they, those little things just sound like the little rootlets. Yep. Just, just for yeah, edging just, towards yep. state final territory. Yeah, Maidstone uh, Park they're going to play and then a return match the following season at Wyvernhoe Showground. Ooh. So watch this That'd be space. good ones for us to get up to, actually. I can we? Well, rep 40. Oh, we probably can't walk into the rep team, can we? What, to play? play? Yeah, to play. No. Uh, Barry, he said the competitions, yeah, de- they're definitely behind it and looking at maybe a senior and a potential under-23 game. So uh, NWFA won last time. They played by 17 points. So, yeah, anyway, that's good. Hey, um, did you see, t- sort of local, but sort of not local, did you see the footy game in Canada? <laughs> no. I say it's not local because it's in Canada, but it's local because it's AFL footy. Uh, an AFL game in Canada was interrupted by a black bear cruising the field. <laughs> so a um, they playing the game with a bloody wilderness or in, something in Whistler, yeah, oh, okay, <laughs> in Can- Canada, and uh, yeah, they had to stop because a black bear walked on the ground. Have a look at this. I'll um, show oh, you that. And we'll put it up on the socials. Yeah, have a bit of a look. So thanks to Jeepers, uh, look at that. Thanks to one of our, <laughs> <laughs> it's massive. Thanks to one of our um, all-star listeners. 
Actually, who wants to remain anonymous because he gets too many mentions. I uh, speaking of North America, I was, <laughs> another little tweet that I saw during the week. Billy Bob Neald go, goes by, like goes by a... at Shoot My Granny on Twitter. <laughs> a maritime boy living in the prairie world. So he's, he's in Winnip- Winnipeg, Manitoba. Yep. He's tweet, new sports addiction. Australian oh, yeah. rules yeah, football. It. Loves it. Do I know the rules? No. no. Do I know the teams? No. no. Is it awesome? Fuck yeah. He watched, he watched Geelong's game. Did he? Yeah, He's followed Geelong up with person. a couple of tweets saying, I don't know what they're talking about, but hearing someone called a wobbler in an Aussie accent <laughs> will never get old. Uh, and then he goes, oh my God, they don't even stop play while an injured player hobbles off. Amazing. <laughs> I did. I saw the one. Ah, yeah, said so, something about the cats. At Shoot My Granny on Twitter. Excellent. Get around him. Let's give him some followers. We've, uh, we've engaged him to see whether he can get on. Have we? And have a chat to us on the on the podcast. Excellent. Speaking hey, uh, of, do we have a big announcement of a guest? Oh, did you, did you like that? I, I jumped. Did. I wondered where on earth did it come from? <laughs> well, just so, just so you know, Wildest does a lot of our uh, social media, probably 99% of it. But I, when I see an opportunity, I, um, I jump on the Twitter handle and, and put a post. And yeah, LeBron James came out and said, I may or may not be appearing on a podcast. And anyway, I, we wanted to keep it on the lowdown. But uh, here's our special guest, LeBron the Goat, James. So I'm LeBron, what brings accent. you to I'm way out the wing? Accent. That's why we have to. That's why we're um, garnering for drawings. Hold on, could of we, Utah's so that we can earn the five million, so that we can get LeBron on. Could we? Um, surely we could edit. Like we could say some stuff, oh, and then you you, just, you could oh, edit don't do that him talking. Me. We'll see how we go. Yep, excellent. Hey, uh, well done. Just quickly to the NAB League boys on the weekend, beat the Murray Bush Rangers by twenty three points. That's a good result. We'll splan. The star with three He's more majors. A good he, he is, yeah, crushed the contest all day, sixty-eight to forty-five. So well done to those boys. Hey there, it's Wildess and Derek. Yeah, good day. Make sure you follow, like, and subscribe. Way out in the wing. That's what you're listening to. We need your support. Get around us. Let's rip. Yeah, let's rip. Radio, is it time? Let's do it. Radio. <laughs> Oh, it's time for Derek's Deep Dive. Let's get stuck into it. You're cool, fellas. Derek, I've missed Derek's deep, dulcet tones. I haven't. I've had to deal with him while you've been away. Uh, right. <laughs> All right, Wildus, what have you got for us? Derek's Deep Dive for this week? Yep. This is one we've thought about Yeah, we've, it's been a sitting couple of there. times. It's been sitting there just ready to pull out the holster. And very, very timely out, given yes. the weekend. We've alluded to it. What is have it? Have juniors, have AFL juniors these days gone soft? Ooh, ooh. Now, very controversial topic because both of us are parents of kids that play football. Yep. I'm a coach of juniors. And so we're probably the best placed people in the world to comment on this. Derek, you don't have kids that you know of, so you can't say anything. Have juniors these days gone soft? Worm. Well, I'll ask you this question because I know the answer that my boys had. When you told Ned footy's cancelled, what did he say? He wanted a reason why. Really? Yeah. Oh, 
No, okay. so he wanted to. He wanted to. So on the weekend, the, as we said, the NTJFA pulled the pin on all junior matches, youth and junior, um, based upon the um, ground conditions. Ground conditions at one ground, like uh, Invermay. So <clears throat> it begs a question: on was was a, was it pulled because of the ground conditions or because of the? And admittedly, it was atrocious weather. But hello, it's a winter hello. Sport. We don't play it in summer, do we? No. Well, my, my what, ki- are we, what are we trying to breed? Are we trying to breed kids that are, are used to snowflake conditions? Well, Ooh. I asked my boys, and I'm I'm questioning. No, I won't say that online. Um, <laughs> they were keen as mustard to play. They said, "What? What? What? Why is it cancelled? What? Because of some rain?" So they wanted to play. It wasn't that. They didn't want to play. It was taken out of their hands because of the the weather. Uh, there would definitely be a lot of kids that would have hated playing in those conditions. And we do want to encourage uh, participation. You know, we don't just want... You know, we want everyone having a crack and playing footy. That's how we get more numbers. I So in regards to that, I think, you know... You're going to get some, you're not. But I actually think the soft conversation alludes to what we were going to discuss a few weeks back, which was when... Communication. Yeah, David Noble had a bit of a spray and... The players arced up about it. Players had a whinge about it and he had to come out and apologise and say he went over the top. I mean, just to Just to preface that, so the, the communication between... Uh, parents and kids and coaches and kids and officials and kids has has improved significantly and continues to improve. So it's about learning the game. AFL is an incredibly hard game to learn yep, agreed. for kids and stuff. So you distill that message down and you try and make it fun and engaging as any sport does and stuff. But when you're... Surely there when you've comes got an AFL, a time. When you've, got a, when you've got an AFL coach... Having to apologise weeks post a spray because some players arced up about it or felt offended, whatever. I think that's potentially tipping the scales a little too far. You agree? A- absolutely. Yeah, I, I think. Um, yeah, I think there is a bit of softness creeping in. And what I, about, is it is it just the generation that's I coming that's through? Something to I do mean, with it. Well, what about what about modified rules? Most of the, most of the rules that are put into place for junior and youth sport are there to facilitate better gameplay and stuff. But does it teach does it teach them the mechanics of the game the best way it should, or or, or to what an actual game? I mean, sometimes sometimes you play games where you don't you can't get into it. You don't take this is at senior level. You can't do anything right. You drop every mark. Not that you ever went for too many marks, but you miss hit kicks and stuff. But unlike something like a cricket, you're able to go and um, make amends for a mistake, or you have another contest in which you're able to. Um, oh, you mean in do footy? Things. In footy, yeah, in yeah, footy, yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah. Um, or it's the little things like you don't actually have to have a possession to make an impact on the game. No, definitely not. Um, but the kids learn this if they if they stand on a Sunday morning at eight thirty. Like they stand there and get cold. No, and but stuff. we're not. Like, I mean, we're not. That's not happening every week. And you got to learn to play in all 
types of conditions. Conditions, that's the, that's absolutely. The, that's the game that we play. So, so we're not always going to have sunny afternoons no, in which to play not. football. They're the ones that you. That's that's what arguably makes it better. After you've come off a, a wet, windy, muddy absolutely. sort of game, a couple of grand finals we played in that were horrendous conditions. How yeah. good? I mean, how good for us because we won. But <laughs> that's the chair. And it's not me. Yeah. Um, I yeah. So I, look, I think. Do juniors need? No, I think the junior. I think the kids wanted to play. Majority did, but I'm I'm a little bit disappointed that the grounds, that every ground was closed because of one. Is that because of, you know, like rosters and it's going to be unfair because of a few points here and there and like, you know, competition integrity and all these sort of things, or is it just a is it a you know? Is it today's age where it's a liability issue well, that if a kid hurts himself because the ground's in horrible conditions? If it was a council decision, because the la- it's 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 very difficult to recover a ground once it's gone underwater. Yeah, or we'll, look, we'll look at um, gone muddy. Look at Longford when yeah, well, last exactly. year. So yeah. I can understand from a council perspective if they'd made the call and said. We can't play on this because it's going to take four weeks to get it. Four weeks of not playing on it to get it back up to spec. So is that because there's too many games on each yeah, ground? But that's also a that's a result of AFL being popular and it now, which is good, having which is great. women's games, yep. a hell of a lot more youth games and pressure being placed upon suburban grounds. Yep. So I don't think you can do away with that, and you but you have to deal with the climatic conditions that are presented to you. Yeah, I mean it's unfortunate. So we're up at Prospect. We were meant to be playing up at Prospect, and so that club Prospect have now missed out on uh, gate takings for Cant- canteen for the entire day. Canteen food canteen. food would have been ordered. They probably don't play again for another couple of weeks. Pretty sure they were the Savaloys were already cooked at Invermay Park. And I'm not sure whether they were selling them or giving them away, but they were certainly going out you would have the got door. Your, you would have got your sav for less than $2 then? Uh, potentially. Maybe we missed out on a, on a opportunity. golden opportunity. <laughs> See, that, that, and that's one of the things. You look at turn something bad into something good. They probably <laughs> free, had fire free pits. Sabs. They probably had fire pits going from the day before as well. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but no, there's, I mean, there's lots of ramifications for it. Do you, if it's, if it's a grand usage issue, should the senior competitions have been prioritised. So should they have said, look, um, we're not going to be able to play eight games of footy, but we're going to play the under-16s roster for the boys and the under-17s roster for the girls is going to stay and we're going to play those games um, so that they can get you know, used to the conditions and playing all of this sort of stuff. I, I don't know if that's what the... Um, look, the I can understand, I can understand why junior teams... Um, could be cancelled under nines, under tens, under elevens, but I think the U sides under twelve through where there's a structured roster, there's a ladder, there's premiership points and premierships on offer. I think yeah. they should have gone ahead. So, uh, what if? I mean, let's look at Invermay Park, right? Let's say they decided to play at Invermay Park, and the ground got absolutely chewed up by North Launceston Juniors playing however many games on there against whichever opposition. How do OLs then? come back and go, well, geez, look look what's happened to our ground. We're the senior footy club here and this ground has just been absolutely torn to shreds by the junior club. No different to NTCA, Old Scotch, um, having it with East. Um, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of, not so much prospect because they don't have a senior club. I don't know. Um, 
interesting mm. ST, STJFL played on the weekend. Oh, they did? Yep. Not, it, I don't think it was as wet down south as what it was up here. That's not what I tell my old man all the time. It's worse conditions down there. No. <laughs> but I just, yeah. yeah. We got to, kids have to learn to. I don't think it's, I don't think it's so much the kids not wanting to. I don't no, think. I don't, I don't think, think it they is at said, all. Oh, it's but, too wet. There but, would have been some. But do we? Is the game for? So if we if we're suggesting that have juniors these days gone soft, are they a product of the environment around it, which are obviously manipulated or decided upon by adults? Was a decision such as the NTJFA made on um, Sunday? Who was that to benefit? Adults or kids? Mm. Well, hit us up. Let us know what you think. On the socials, were your kid? Were you halfway down were the sideline from Scottsdale heading yep. to Evendale or something? Did your kids when you want got to the play? Message. Uh, hit us up at the socials at Way Out Wing, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I know good listener of the show, Joe Palmer, Tinder. was very happy not to have to go goal umpiring duty down at Georgetown. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The message Georgetown. Who's yeah. playing Georgetown? Under, oh, under the fourteen yeah. Ouch, that would have... So, um, she was very happy not to... Yeah, well, we there. had basketball and that was indoors, so that wasn't... Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, well, Derek. Yeah. Let us know one, whether Derek. you were put out or whether you disagree, whether kids are getting harder. Yep. Or how we how we make kids... Re- um, what's the word? Flourish in any of the conditions yeah. and or if it's, any And if it's coming back to being soft on the sprays, send us in some of your quality coaching sprays, some videos... Some not footage. junior ones. No, not juniors. No, not juniors. No, no, no. No, no. Let's seniors. Just separate seniors. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seniors. Yeah. Send them through. Uh-huh. Last drink. Thanks to Van Demon Brewing. Yeah. I, I can join you for a beer now. Un, dos, tres. Ebla. I'm loving this. I love that too. <laughs> That's awesome. You reckon we just do last drinks with that going on? Yeah, I mean, I got nothing for last drinks. I'm uh, looking. I was going to say I'm looking forward to some local footy this weekend, but it's all there's nothing on. Well, we do have a potential uh, opportunity. Oh, commentators' opportunity. Oh yes, but both of us are heading yeah. to the shacks, aren't <laughs> yeah, we? Yep. So we might be able to. Uh, there is one that I was going to flag: a uh, OHA versus Hutchins. Oh yeah, at North Hobart. Yes. Well, they're going to fill it. Seventeen thousand. They're going to get. I reckon you get more than that nowadays. Yeah. Don't you? Yep. Right. Swanee's coming. Yeah. Dane Swan for OHA. Yeah. He's going to get OHA a win. There's a little thing suggesting that he got 18 possessions in the first quarter, quarter. for East St Kilda. Saw that. Brody Langford. Yeah, he was pumping it up. Mm. The boy. Jeez, you want to put? Would you put a tag on him on Swanee? Yeah. Oh, well, we did. Oh yeah, Jock Dark. Yeah, Swanee didn't like it either. No, did he? he didn't. Yeah, yeah. went off at anyway, three quarter time. Enjoy your long weekend. Yeah. Congratulations if you're playing rep footy. Well done. Get around it. Get to your local footy. Send canteen us in your watch. fire pits. Hashtag fire pits. Hashtag canteen watch. Yep. At way out wing. Woo! Well, let's rip. We're back. If you enjoyed this chat on Way Up in the Wing, make sure you like and subscribe to the Way Up in the Wing podcast channel so you never miss another entertaining episode, neglect an exclusive interview, or forget what games you should be seeing this footy season. Listen, like, and subscribe to the channel now.